focus on God. That's the number one answer. That's that's the number one answer. You cannot you cannot become self-aware without God. That's what I believe. But I feel like the more I made God a priority is the more he showed me myself. What's good, everybody? Welcome back to the More Purpose Podcast. Where we talk faith and finances. I'm your host, Clarence. And your co-host, Marlon. And we are back with episode four. Everybody clap it up. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. We've been mad consistent lately, bro. I'm not going to lie to you. But we're here with episode four, and today's topic is going to be on self-awareness. This is so important for our duration, especially for people our age, because mm-hmm. I'm not going to lie to y'all. At this point, common sense is not common, and people <laughs> don't have self-awareness. It'd be blowing me. I'd really be like, bro, y'all didn't think that through? Like, yeah. what's happening here? Well, we're going to tackle this topic. This is more so going to be like from me and Marlon's on personal perspectives on uh, self-awareness, and we're going to add in some verses to help y'all out too as well. But um, just our personal experiences of where we're at in this season right now and how we're being more self-aware to help our personal growth and people around us as well. So without further ado, we're going to tap right into that, John. You ready? Let's do it. I bet. So in this season right now, have you been the? has this been the most self-aware you've been? In a way, or have you noticed that you haven't really been as self-aware as you usually are? I think, um, <clears throat> excuse me. I think personally, this has been the most self-aware I've been in this mm-hmm. season. But I think the reason for that is is because this is the closest I've ever been to God in this season. Mm-hmm. So I feel like the more closer you get to God, is the more self-aware you will be. Because the more I feel like the more closer you get to Him, is the more He will start to show you things. He'll start to show you things about yourself. Like, That's oh, not nah, Marlon, you're this way. Because you got to think about it, looking at ourselves from our own eyes, we think we're like, you know what I'm saying? We we think we're good people. We think our hearts are good. We think all this stuff, uh, which could be true, but also we don't want to look at the bad stuff about ourselves and we don't like to accept it. It's not that guy. Somebody else tells you it. So imagine when God is literally showing you yourself, you're looking in the mirror and he's like, listen, you need to work on this. Mm-hmm. But I think it's all for the betterment because he's trying to prepare you to be a better person for what he has in store for you and who you're called to. Bro, I completely agree. Cause I was gonna say that too. That's what's crazy. Cause I was gonna say yeah. I feel like self awareness. You only get to really be self aware when you're reading your word and yes. you're praying and actually building a relationship with God to the point where He's gonna start pointing little things out mm-hmm. one by one that you need to work on yeah. and everything. But I also feel like self awareness is you taking the initiative to not point the finger to someone else but point it to yourself first. Yes. So taking that mindset of all right, before I blame someone else for this, what did I do mm-hmm. to have any type of effect on the situation? Did what did what I do cause this reaction? So what I learned, like what you just said, I think the more so the key to that, because I feel like I wasn't self aware before, mm-hmm. but I fi- I figured that like I was prideful. So mm-hmm. a lot of people don't want to think like, okay, I'm not prideful, but like like you just said, deflecting stuff to other people mm-hmm. and I not actually sitting down and looking at what you did in the yeah. situation or anything or what you need to grow. It's because of pride, because people don't they just don't like to accept exactly. the fact bro. that they did something wrong or that they're in the way of their own growth. Literally, bro. I- I cannot tell you how many times I've been in a situation where um, I'll point a finger, but then I'll go back and I'll be like, hold on. Yeah. All right. Like, I'll tweak it. I'll be like, yeah, I'll tweak it. But some, like, cause sometimes you can still be right in a way, yeah. but it's more so I wouldn't have got this reaction if I ain't respond this it's, way. I, it's always something you can go back to. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So like relationship-wise, friendship-wise, whatever it is, it's all like how we always say, you have, you have to be self-aware of, I know I can't talk. I can talk to you. I can't talk to you how I talk to this person, mm-hmm. and I can't talk to that person how I talk to you yeah. because the relationship is different. Yes. So, like, being self-aware of that, knowing that if I come to you all hype and everything, lit, and you get lit, be ready to work, someone else might not might not be able to take that yeah. same energy. They might be a whole different way of me talking to them for mm-hmm. the point to get uh, put across and everything. Yeah. So, it's just, like, knowing how to implement your, like, your self-awareness, like, knowing if you say something, it's going to have this type of reaction, knowing that if this person 
is like a say they get like angry all the time and yeah. everything. You can't like respond and no impulse. Like mm-hmm. you have to actually think through what you about to say to that yeah. person. I think uh, the good thing about self awareness is I believe it's a, a indicator of growth. Mm-hmm. So some people may look at it and be kind of like scared. And it's like, okay, like God, why are you showing me yeah. this? Like, because he's basically showing you an ugly area that you need to work on. Like, Marley, you need to fix that area. You, you're mean. You're mean in that area. You're prideful in mm-hmm. that area. You get what I'm saying? So I think it's an indicator of growth because if he's showing you it, it's an opportunity to actually work on it. And I, it reminds me, my fault. It reminds me of football practice. Like whenever I was uh, in football practice, we'll go to like the drills. We'll do DB drills and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And our coach will always analyze like little small things that we need to tweak. And some people may beat themselves up about it and feel bad about it. But I always was happy when my coach would point something out I need to work on because mm-hmm. I knew it was a, a chance to grow. Yeah. And bro, I lost my train of thought, which what you was about to say. <laughs> no, you good. But in, in regards to that, bro, because with self-awareness, bro, like I realized that most times, like relationship-wise, we always point out, all right, but I want a wife. Mm. I want this. I want my girlfriend to be like this. This, this, and that. But how can you expect a wife if we not husbands yet? Yeah, if you got what I'm saying. That's true. So, like, as a as a husband or relationship-wise, whatever it is, I know that if I have a habit of always delaying my response and things, mm. if I see the trash is over is overflowing. Yeah. If I see the trash is overflowing, and I see it's overflowing, but I be like, I'll get it tomorrow. Mm-hmm. When it takes five seconds to do, it takes five seconds to do that. Translate all areas. It's, exactly, translate from mm-hmm. it translates from the little things to the big things. Yeah. So it's like I can't expect to have this grand future as a husband, a future husband, and so on and so on and so forth. If I'm not even taking care of the little things that a husband should be doing without even thinking about it, it's automatically be going to take the trash out when you yeah. see it. Like how my like you said before, how my used to always talk to us about that when we was like growing up in, mm-hmm. in the old house. Yo, y'all take the trash out. Stop letting it overflow. Yeah. Stop letting it overflow. And like that don't correlate. That's like a life lesson. That's like a whole life lesson. Like take the trash out, bro. Like I, I think the thing we overlook with that is that God is so good because God looks long term. Mm-hmm. So he'll make you self-aware about things you need to work on and not realizing that it's really to build you to where you're going, like you said. Like yeah. so he'll show you something in the moment, but it's so beneficial for you to learn the lesson and grow in the areas he's trying to teach you in now. So like something as simple as just picking up the trash, like mm-hmm. I, and just realizing that, okay, I'm not disciplined in that area. Yeah. I literally, uh, when the closer I got to God, God started showing me myself. So, for example, God showed me that I have a problem committing to things. Mm-hmm. So, I was like, hold on. Like, what you mean? But he showed me because I was like, okay, you uh, you say you're going to read this book. You read it and you stop. Me too, brother. You go to the gym for two weeks and you stop. You do a whole bunch. You eat right for, for two weeks and then you stop. You save money for two weeks and you stop. I'm like, hold on. I got commitment issues in a way. And I'm not talking about relationship. But yeah. something as small as that, trans it can translate over mm-hmm. to a relationship and my job and what I'm called to do. Because if I don't commit to the smallest thing as cleaning my room, I don't commit to the smallest thing as reading a book fully after I said I'm going to do it, or going to the gym consistently when I, when I made that one of my goals, I'm not going to commit to the things that I want to do for myself. So that's why a lot of us shortchange ourselves because we haven't committed in one thing yet. So I just believe that the stuff he shows us is just, it's for, he wants to correct it in the small stages so in the, it's not a problem on the big stage. Nah, that was good, my boy. Yeah. Do you think that um self, nah, matter of fact, I feel like self-awareness can also come from when you, you'll start being more sensible of yourself when you start getting convicted of different things, basically. Mm-hmm. So when you're reading your word, you'll start realizing that the old stuff that you used to do, when you do it now, it's not the same feeling. I don't get the same vibe of going to no kickback party and all that yeah. stuff back then than I do now. Like yeah. right now, it's like, nah, I'm good. Mm-hmm. I'm not trying to go there. I'm not self-aware, self-aware-wise. I don't want to be there no more. Like yeah. that's not me no more. That's the old me. I know it's no, there's no benefit. There's no benefit of me yeah. going out, being out here this late till four o'clock in the morning. Mm-hmm. 
what, what do I gain from that? Nah, I feel that. You know what I'm saying? But like, different things that we used to do as far as like even old sins like everything, you won't know until you start feeling convicted about it in mm-hmm. a way. I think I talked about this last podcast yeah. too. Like, when you start like, say if you somebody that smokes, but then you start reading your Bible and everything, and now God's like slowly not going to taste out your mm-hmm. mouth, and now you're slowly looking like, nah, I don't want no weed today. Yeah. I don't want to smoke that cigarette today. I don't do this no more today, mm-hmm. so on and so forth. Like, you start getting, become more self-aware, like, maybe this ain't is really affecting my lungs or so on and so forth. Like, yeah. stuff that you used to overlook because you was blind or prideful, like how you said, yeah. you don't want to tell yourself no, or you don't want to tell yourself that this is like something that's like actually hurting you, you'll start becoming more aware of when you actually tapping into your Bible. It's definitely the Bible is definitely one of the um the biggest things to um, <clears throat> excuse me to uh, self awareness because I feel like it's literally showing you yourself mm-hmm. and plus because we have the Holy Spirit so it's like we're reading it you may see something in the Bible that you don't want to see <laughs> so you we may be comfortable in our you know what I'm saying comfortable in our own way of life like mm-hmm. I know when I first started getting serious with God like and I started seeing what God was saying about sex and stuff I'm like hold on. Nah, <laughs> hold on, God. What you mean? I ain't ready. <laughs> I ain't ready. I ain't ready. But it's once you've been exposed to it, it's yeah. like okay. Once you've been exposed to it, it's up to you to change that. So mm-hmm. I think the Bible really exposes our thoughts, it exposes our hearts, and stuff like that. Nah, for sure. Because yeah. especially in Romans, when it comes to like breaking the shackles of sin, this thing at the hit you in your chest. Well, every time I read Romans, it'd be like, hey. Romans and Galatians. <laughs> yeah. Smack you right in the face. But I did. Matter of fact, you just said Galatians. I wanted to read Galatians chapter 6, verses 4 and 5 in the NLT version. And it says, pay careful attention to your own work. For then you will get the satisfaction of a job well done. And you won't need to compare yourself to anyone else. For we are each responsible for our, our own conduct. Let me say something to that. Because that just made me think about... How many times we compare ourselves to others, but we don't put in the work that we need? Like, you're not even so aware right. about yourself, but you're so aware about... You're so, this, it is, this, this is the scary part, because I feel like God be trying to show people themselves so they can fix it, but they're so busy looking at other people's things that they're not even focused on what God's trying to teach them in this moment. Like, if I was so focused on your life right now, I would miss what God's trying to teach me in my moment, in Literally. my season. Literally. I brought a lot of I get so... I be getting heated. When people, like, be like... Matter of fact... Jeff Bezos situation, like everybody always saying something about Amazon. Amazon makes so much money. He can he can make people less. Yeah, he can so free all the homeless people. He yeah. can give all them food. He can get them all money. Da 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 da. We do it. Like, <laughs> <laughs> but like you, you trying to tell another man what to do with his money? Yeah. When you're not even focusing on your own self. No cap. You telling him to feed the homeless, and you have not helped fed the homeless in three years. Listen. Like what? Yeah. Like where's the self awareness? It'd be like a lot of deflecting. Yeah. But it'd be blowing me, bro. I, like just looking at other people's work in general always gets you sidetracked from your task. And then you're gonna look up, and then that person gonna be way down the line, and you still stuck in the same spot. Literally stagnant. Stagnant. Like what are you doing? I think, and also with self awareness and just growth in general, personal growth, I think people have the fear of missing out. Yeah. Cause I feel like to me, from what I'm experiencing, because I feel like this is, is my my growth season. I think growth always comes with separation in some type of way. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying like you're just like isolated, you're lonely, or you're just away from everybody, or you don't got nobody to call on. I'm not even saying that. But when I say separated, meaning like you got your head down, mm-hmm. it's me and God, we're going to figure this out. I'm going to come around when I come around. I'm going to see my friends when I see yeah. my friends. But God is trying to show me something right now in this very moment. <laughs> nah, for sure, bro. And not to like go, it's not off topic, yeah. but it's something I want to say to the fellas. And if the women take something from this, you take something from this too. But for my fellas that want to be leaders, for my fellas that's looking for a good water, for my fellas that's look, that wants to be leaders, that's looking to maximize their income, maximize their impact in the world, so on and so forth, that all starts with self-awareness. That all starts with you first. 
you can't lead nobody if you're not you, you can't even lead yourself you know what I'm saying? So I want y'all to like make sure that y'all actually practicing your own personal growth, actually practice going on isolation and like separating yourself from everybody else so you can actually realize what it is that you need to work on personally, bro. Because mm-hmm. a lot of times our pride will cause us to have a clouded mindset and a clouded sight to where we can't see what God is trying to tell us to fix and work on to propel us to where we need to be at. You can't expect God to bless you with the job that you want, the girl that you want, the lifestyle that you want, so on and so forth. If you can't even wake up to the fact that you are a terrible person like you're not genuine you you selfish you get angry every two seconds off anybody trying to correct you or give you advice you can't take criticism well all these little things that really lead into if you can be a good leader or not like these different things that we have to like work on personally and make sure that we can master ourselves so then we can branch off and pour into people that we need to pour into i feel like you can't pour into cups if your cup's empty that's facts like your cup not gonna be full if you're not one going to God to get poured into, and he not, and you're not really opening your eyes to see what you need to work on yourself. Something big you said was pride clouds your judgment, mm-hmm. and that makes me think. I posted my story not too long ago. I was like, you don't you don't grow in an area where you don't see you need to grow at. Exactly. So I would never grow in an area where I just I'm comfortable at and I feel like I'm I'm good. Mm-hmm. But I think that's the problem because pride it clouds our eyes, and then also we look at ourselves from our own lens and not God's lens. So I feel like a lot of us have made a whole bunch of things routine. It's like, oh, I, I've always been like that. You always been mean. You always been angry. You're like what? You know what I mean? I always been like that. I grew up like that, and we use that as a past because it's something that we've just been comfortable in, and people don't like the 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 uncomfortable feeling of growth, and that's why they don't grow. I feel like sometimes people like people like that, they'll be scared to change. Yes. So like they'll say that as like a mechanism to have reason not to change because they're afraid of what people will think if they do work on themselves. Mm-hmm. But sometimes to get to the next level, you have to become selfish with yourself. Like you yes, have to. That's why separation. Yeah, you have to separate yourself from people. You have to separate people. Separate yourself from your friends. Mm-hmm. Like it's been plenty of times where me and you both and our our whole friend group, we all yeah. we have like our own individual isolation season where we let everybody know, like, yo, like I'm in that season where like, I'm trying, I'm locked in. Yeah. Right now. I'm focused on myself, focusing on where God wants me to be at and everything. So I might not be as active in the chat. I might not be active as going out and hanging out. This is that. But when I get back, it's gonna be better for not only just me, but for the whole group as itself because mm-hmm. I'm a better me. Yes, I'm not someone that's gonna be uh, just here doing the same thing over and over again. I'm not gonna be the person that's stagnant, unmotivated, on this, on that, and I can't provide no uh, no value to the friend group. Mm-hmm. And that's the other thing, like you can't provide value if you don't know yourself. Oh, goodness, <laughs> oh my God, how are you gonna be able to provide anything if you don't even know what you can, like, what you have? Yeah, like what you like, you don't even know what you bring to the table. Exactly, you don't know what you bring. To, it take self awareness to know that, and you got your strengths and your weaknesses. Exactly, like and some of us think we just got strengths. Exactly, yeah. you have to know what you're good at and what you're not good at. Mm-hmm. I know for a fact. I'm good at bringing a light into any room. I can motivate and inspire anybody. You could be a person on the street. I bet you I'll put a smile on your face yeah, yeah, yeah. in two seconds. What I know I'm not good at is the small detailed steps that Me it takes to do behind the scenes work. I need to get organized. I know, like, I'm a bigger picture person. I yeah. can paint the picture all I want to, but when it comes to like the smallest details to get to that bigger picture, mm-hmm. I'm not the guy for that. I'm yeah. gonna get someone else to do that. Like, and because you know that, you have a chance to grow in that area though. Exactly. If you never accepted that fact that you're not good at that, you would never grow. That's facts. Like, think think about all the people that want to be able to become these big, like, entrepreneurs or so on and so forth or just do big in business in general, but they're too selfish to be able to delegate those tasks to someone that's better than them at it. Yeah. Like, I know I'm not the best person to write, to take notes, to do all the Mm -hmm. stats and the detail work and everything. I know that, which is why I'm going to always seek more knowledge and more help from people that's better better than that in those fields than me. Yeah. Because I know what I'm good at. And most times, the only way you can grow is when you know... All right, bet. I'm not good at this. I'm not the best at this. I'm not the best at that. But if I get this person to help me out, 
I know they'll help me grow this in this yeah. way because they can one teach me how to do it too, and also they can help like just take off the weight on my shoulders of trying to do everything by myself. Mm-hmm. But that's just like from the business mindset. I think one of the biggest things, one of the verses that just came to my head, I was going to read a different verse, but I'm going to read Romans 12 and 2. I think I read it last time too. Mm-hmm. It says, uh, don't copy the behavior and customs of this world, but let God transform you into a new person by changing the way you think. So I think the biggest thing here is the key to personal growth and personal development that comes along with self-awareness is changing the way you think. So the way you thought about the thing God is trying to show to you that you need to work on, mm-hmm. it can't be the same the same way you look at it. Yeah. Some of us look at it and, and we get offended and we we take it to heart, if you get what I'm saying. Like God's mm-hmm. showing you something and you always take it to heart. And like you said, some people can't take criticism. Yeah. You got to always know that God has like the best, the best interest at heart for you and he doesn't want to see, he don't want to leave you in that slump all, where you're just comfortable in in bad habits and uh comfortable in the area where you're not going to grow at all uh i talked about i talked about a long time ago it was in one of the bible studies and i was saying how uh when i was in college they put me on like the twin xl mm-hmm. and i was saying how uh as i as i was growing and stuff like that my foot start my feet start hitting the bottom of the bed and i was saying how sometimes when you grow it's like you always you're gonna end up falling off you're gonna always end up falling off if you don't get something bigger mm-hmm. and then you always can think about uh trying to put a shark in a fish tank yeah. it's always gonna break or it's gonna it's always gonna break or it's gonna overflow so you don't ever want to be in that position where it's like you're a shark in a fish tank or you're you're just you're like just sitting in the same area you're you're still laying in that twin size bed and you're supposed to be you, you're too big like, you're yeah, way like, too big yeah, but like what are you doing <laughs> you're way too big like, you seen the video of the um the flies that was jumping in the yeah. container and everything and certain flies they jump to like a certain height but once you put a lid on them and they start jumping in that height you take the lid off, they're gonna stay at that same height. Yeah. Cause their minds has been, they basically put a lid mm-hmm. on themselves. They closed minded now. Yeah. But like, I feel like real self awareness, it comes from, like, my fact, in Exodus, when Moses was talking to um the burning bush, mm. he was like, God, I can't do this. But I feel like real self awareness is knowing that I, my flesh can't do this, but I know with God, He can help me yes. grow into this. That's definitely that. Yeah, I feel like that's what real self awareness is, bro. Uh, let me show you this verse. I just found this verse today. This I was trying to find it, but I couldn't find it. Listen, bro, the Bible got a verse for everything, bro. This thing is crazy. This I definitely. just saw this verse. It says, This is Romans 12, same chapter. This is verse 3. It says, Don't think you are better than you really are. Hey, boy. Be honest in your evaluation of yourselves, measuring yourselves by the faith God has given us. I'm like, dang. Jesus Christ is exactly what we're talking about. Because how many of us have always thought like we, like we're in one place, but we actually not? Because I, I, that's happened to me a couple times. And I believe that's why I wasn't really getting nowhere. Mm-hmm. Because I thought I was so far along than I actually was. Instead of keeping it real with what season I was in, instead of, instead of deflecting what I was uh, really supposed to face, I was blind to mm-hmm. it. Bro, I really feel like as a man... For me, like my real self awareness aspect, bro, that I've really been blind to, like a lot of times, mm-hmm. is more so like just what I overlook all the time, like just different that's things. What I said we made it custom, or we already made it. Routine. Yeah, it's like it's habit. It's like yes. second nature to overlook these things, and that's why I said you got to change the way you think. Yeah, like so, like that, that's what's going on now. Like, like you said, like how you feel like now is your being your most self aware like moment. Mm-hmm. But same for me, like this is the most that God's been like, all right, work on this a little bit, work on this a little bit, work on this mm-hmm. a little bit, like. It's been constant of me working on me talking. That's that's already been like mm-hmm. the most like out there one. Yeah. Me talking everything about my speech and how fast I talk, so on and so forth, all that. And the other one has been more like personal stuff like, all right, like you said, I eat out too much. Mm-hmm. You, you eat all you eat is fast food. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you're always out working and everything, but make sure you like keeping an eye on what you eat and everything mm-hmm. because in reality that's only killing me faster. Yeah. In a way. All those fried foods. Other thing was reading the books. I always read half of a book 
Ain't never finished that joint. Mm-hmm. Why? <laughs> like, what's the real root reason why you're not riding that joint? Like, mm-hmm. yeah. Commitment. And not being a man of your word. Exactly. Man, I learned, but it yes, really bro. it translates yes. to friendship. Like, yes. I, found myself, I told somebody, one of my homeboys texted me, and I was like, oh, I'm going to call you, I'm going to call you uh, one of the days this week. And then after the fact, it don't be intentional. After yeah. that, I'm like, forget. Dang, like, you forget to do it. I don't even know why you even said that. I'm like, but it's just something so small as that. <laughs> bro, it'd be subtle stuff like that, bro. I, but no cap, no. I'd be like, yeah, I'm, I'm going to hit you up later, bro. Yeah. Later, never come. <laughs> <laughs> now, I'm bad at that. I'm bad I'm at terrible I'm at that. I'm terrible at that. Like, yeah. like, like you just said, like commitment, uh, John. Like, I'll say, all right. Matter of fact, photography wise, clients, my clients know I be OD busy and everything, mm-hmm. but it's more so on in the morning. I don't think I'll have the time later on in the day, mm-hmm. and end up not having the time. But it's like the fact that I told you you should have your pictures tonight. Yeah, and something comes up tonight where I can't do the pictures. Now it's like, dang, I low key just lied to you. Yeah, but it's like it's not intentional. I but it's like. That's about to work on. So it's like, don't you, make false promises. You do that all the time. Yes, like don't so make I false promises. I think the problem is that we gotta kind of. It's a habit. We now. gotta we gotta rewire the systems that we already put in our minds. Mm-hmm. If you get what I'm saying, because think about it like this: every habit you had to learn. Yeah, you had to learn whether you're. I'm not saying like you had to study it, but whether you just learned it by looking at it, you seen somebody else do it, or you just been doing it by muscle memory. You had to learn, mm-hmm. so you had to go back. You have to go back and relearn, renewing your mind. We got to change, like literally start over in the way we think to actually reverse. Okay, this is how I was looking at it. This is the systems I had in place. Now I need to switch that system out with something else. I need to change the way I'm going about this because if I keep doing this, if I keep doing the uh, put in the same input, it's gonna be the same output every time, every, every single, single time. time. So I gotta start. I gotta start uh, putting stuff on my cal- my calendars, my planners. Don't forget to text this person back. Don't forget yeah. to hit this person. You need to do this this week, like bro. Just what you just said. It takes self awareness to know what's going to help you do those things and anything. Mm-hmm. So I know if I don't, me personally, if I don't write it down, it's not gonna happen. I'm I'm starting to learn that now. Bro, if I don't write it down on my task list, cause I realize I'm way more productive when I make a task list mm-hmm. and have like a, and I check it all one by one. I'm way more productive that way. Yeah. But if I go off the dome and be like, all right, but I have to get this, 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 and this done today, probably one thing out of the five gonna get checked off. Now writing down is one thing that I'm learning heavy now. Like writing down helps me stay accountable to what I need mm-hmm. to do. Cause it's like, all right, bet it's in my face. I know I have to do that. It can, there's no excuse of it slipped my mind. Mm-hmm. There's no excuse of that. I wrote it down. It's right there in my face. It's everywhere I needed to see, like yeah. to see it at. So it's like so just little things like that, like little, the verse Pusha T said when he said, I, I ain't have to reinvent the wheel, I just had a better design. Better design yeah. That's what I meant right now. It's more like, all right, but how can I be a more efficient, more effective mm-hmm. with my personal growth, with my business, with my relationships with everybody, so on and so forth. Because like, I know me, but it's like now dig a little deeper. Like, all right, now what's like the little things that you overlook? Like the little things that people, that everybody else may notice about you that you don't really notice about yourself. But how many people don't know themselves? A lot of people, boy. Let me tell you something. That's crazy. Like we, li- well, we literally learn something new about ourselves every day. If you honestly, yes, if you're, if for you're sure. open to it, for sure. If you actually watch yourself, and when I say watch yourself, you get what I'm saying. But mm-hmm. like throughout a, a 24 hour day, if you just watch yourself, like think about how many things we learn about ourselves. Like I'm learning my tendencies. Like I'm learning, yes, bro. I'm learning the way I maneuver, the way I think and stuff <laughs> now. And it's actually crazy to me because I never like. I never been this like so self aware. Like, I just feel so enlightened by God. Like because like the more I'm drawing to Him, heavy on that. The more you draw closer to God, is the more you'll be able to see like the things you need to uh, get better on. And and also God is still great enough to show you the areas where you've improved on. Like I I caught myself like in the area that I grown in recently, and I'm like, 
dang, like not nah, no you, cap. Thank you, God. Like, I, like I won't like that at first. I got better in that area. But if you're not connecting to the actual source, everything you're technically doing right now is gonna you're gonna be comfortable with. You're gonna look at it like, oh, it's just fine. I was raised this way. Uh, I grew up in this type of environment, so it's okay. No, it's not okay. Mm-hmm. The more you get closer to God, He's gonna start showing you the things that you need to rewire, the things that need to be renewed, and stuff like that. I feel like I'm gonna tap into our live audience right after this uh, yeah. statement. But I feel like sometimes. It takes somebody to bring up something about you for you to actually notice it too. That's true. So there's been a couple times where someone be like, why you always say that? And you never notice that you always say it mm. until someone says you always say this. Boy. Now I'll be like, hold on. My feelings was hurt. Somebody told me I say um all the time I talk. I say, listen, ain't none of your, <laughs> ain't none of your business and I'm going to keep saying it. But that's facts. So like when, I'm, when I'm doing suits, someone will be like, boy, you always say lock. <laughs> I'm like, dang, I do always say lock. Yeah. Like, <laughs> but it takes for, like, for someone to say it to you for them to be like, hold on. Yeah, I was hurt. Yeah. I, I was hurt by that um boy. So listen, I'm about to sign up for speech classes right now. <laughs> you better no get, anybody get me. <laughs> no cap. But I, I feel like that's facts, bro. Like certain things you may overlook until someone brings it up to you, yeah. which is a good thing. Like that is a good thing. Good thing that you can actually hear what they're saying. Be like, oh damn, like I actually do do that a lot. Some people can't take it, bro. Some people really can't take criticism. Hey, talk about. And like it's, what? That's one of the biggest things is taking things personally. You Stop cannot take nothing personal. personal in life at bro. all. I don't see another person. You cannot take it. So I'm very business wise and demotivating me. So listen, yeah, this is the thing because I'm a passionate person. For sure. So I wear my heart on my sleeve. If I feel some type of way, you know that that's how I feel. Like Mm -hmm. no matter who it is, that's just how I feel. But I'm kind of like God is showing me to grow out of that also. Like and then to also give grace and mercy where I need to give it out to because Mm -hmm. I could be tight about something, bro. I could be tight about some stuff and and let that like get in my head and stuff like that and just but nah. I gotta stop taking certain like certain things personal, bro. It's crazy though, cause I realized recently I've been way more self aware of how I'm responding to certain situations that rub me the wrong way. Me, so, like, that's what I'm saying. Bro, me too. So, like, somebody, somebody can say something to me, and I look at them like, "How do you even get that? Like, how do yeah. you even get that out of that?" Mm. And the old me would have responded just like this and be like, "Bro, what are you talking about?" But then me now is just like, "You got it." <laughs> It's maturity. You, that's you that's it. all that is. That your when you change when your responses and your reactions start changing to certain people after they didn't say something bad or something that was off. Listen, that shows maturity. I always think about in football. You know how like they start tussling and it, it's a saying in football. Our coaches will always tell us like if the other players uh, doing something dirty, like they punch you, they grab your face mask, mm-hmm. something. Don't do nothing back because the second guy always gets caught every single time. The second guy, every and, single and it's time. so it's so true because every time somebody can step on they can step on your whole helmet, and then as soon as you get up trying to, they gonna throw a flag on you like oh, let's get them out of here. So <laughs> I, I always try to keep that mindset in life. Truly, like Bro, second, I think about that with God. Second man always get caught. So no matter no matter what that person mm-hmm. said. I can control my response. So they may have did this. I'm going to just turn my cheek. I, it hurts. It truly, but that's where growth and maturity comes. But it's crazy because I used to be one of them people. Like Me too. I, yeah, I got to get last word. You know, you know this firsthand, like when we was little, anytime you would hit me, I would hit you two times hard. Oh, it's like, goodness. why you hit me? <laughs> it's like, why you hit me? Oh, you was annoying, bro. No, you was annoying. Like, what you hit me for? <laughs> but like, I didn't correlate, in, like, correlate through life. Like, yeah. anytime someone would do something bad to me, I feel like I have to one-up you on your bad. Mm-hmm. Like, like, Draymond Green is a bonus, for example. <laughs> Nobody wants to complain about <laughs> Sabonis grab, grab his leg. So I, you want to grab my leg? I bet you could never grab something again. Nah, Draymond crazy for that. Nah, I that, bet you never grab something again. Nah, that was crazy. He tried to one-up him. He's nah, like, that was menace though. Let, like, he stomped on his chest. Nah, he wild out. Like, like, stomped on him. He wild out. Jumped in the air. He wild out for Shout sure. out Draymond. Can <laughs> <laughs> I get you on the pie, my boy? Nah, no cap. We're doing pie episodes I after every Draymond. game. No kidding. Nah, no cap. Fresh <laughs> off the <Dedicated>. boss. <laughs> but live audience, what y'all got to say, man? 
I might have a question for y'all. Yes, Going back to when y'all said that a lot of people don't know their sales. Mm-hmm. And I was just thinking, I feel like a lot of people don't know their sales because they never get that alone time with their sales. Mm-hmm. So, like, what tips could you give the people to basically kind of grow within just by their sales, also growing closer to God as well, just to be comfortable with them? My biggest thing on that first, um, I would say for me personally, I had to learn to stop investing myself into others' lives more than I invest into my own lives, if you get what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Like, I found out that I was there for others when I need them. I hop up, hop up and move when somebody need this, when they need that. I'm hopping up, I'm moving. Make sure I'm there that I don't even get the personal time. So on a on a practical level, make sure, like, having friends is cool, having family and stuff is cool, but don't overextend yourself to where you're doing for others more than you're actually doing for yourselves. Because mm-hmm. some of us, especially ones that are, like, naturally, like, serving and stuff like that, it just got people that got good hearts, Sometimes we give, like, we'll do more for other people and we do not return it back to ourselves. We don't fill ourselves back up. We don't pour back into ourselves. So just being intentional, like, you don't have to run every time they call you. Like, they know you're a good friend. You feel what I'm saying? So you, I would say be intentional with your time by yourself. Take yourself out. I'm trying, I'm trying to be more intentional with that. I need to go get a manicure. And mm-hmm. it's time for me to go out, you know what I'm saying, get a manicure. For real. Like, not, not so, like, bro. being Thanks. more intentional with that, like, and then on the, uh, on the God part, the same. You got to be selfish with your time with God because... In this world, whether it be intentional or not, the devil is always going to send distraction. So your friends can be a distraction. Like not, It doesn't mean your friends are bad people, but your friends can be a distraction. Like, hey, let's just go out tonight. It don't mean you're doing anything bad or nothing like that, but just trying to get you busy to where you're not spending time with God. So you got to mm-hmm. be selfish with your time with God. Before I go out with my friends, before I go hang out on the weekends and stuff like that, this is my number one priority because when I take care of this, everything else is going to line up smoothly and it's going to line up the way it should be. I feel like that, like he just said, that plays a big part in it, like making sure you're minimizing all your distractions. Because when you're distracted, there is no time to think about what you have going on. Mm-hmm. It's only thinking about all the distractions that's in front mm-hmm. of you. And especially when you're someone like me and our, our majority of our friends, mm-hmm. for, real, for real, we're always ready to help someone else. Like we're always ready to hang out, have fun, yeah. just, or be there at every beck and call. Yes. But it's like when you really have time to sit there and just think. And just yeah. absorb everything that's going on. And most times that I get that time is when I'm driving. Some like you, you know this. Most times when I'm driving, my my destinations don't really be that far. But I'll literally sit in my car for a whole a, a whole extra hour Talking just sitting there. In your head like just, no no music, no nothing. Just sitting there like thinking about the yeah. things I have to do. I have to get done, and that God may want me to um, work on and everything mm-hmm. because I know that in this season I can't be lending out as much as I was lending mm-hmm. this previous this previous season. Like. I can't be trying to pour into everybody. I'm not getting poured back into. Now nah, I've become more selfish. And people, and we noticed like everybody, in our, everybody, in our friend group the whole time, everybody head down. Like mm-hmm. everybody's locked in right now. Everybody's focusing their lane right now because it's one of those seasons of yo, like you got a one guy, whatever yeah. right now. Well, that's that's all at all mm-hmm. times. But just in general, like this is a carnal time. Like I need everybody to have their own personal relationship with God because for what's to come in the future, hey, love. Nah, for real. <laughs> You sink or swim. And I think the biggest thing, the biggest thing is, is like, think about all the stuff we're doing for our friends and uh, think about think about what you mean to people in your circle right now and you're not even fully whole yet, if you get what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not even the best person that I am and people already appreciate who you are. So I look at it like, Think about how much more valuable, how much more valuable I would be to my friends if I just took a season of my life, whether they understand it or not, they're going to appreciate it later on. Mm-hmm. If I take a season of my life to fix the things that God is trying to show me and that I need to work on so that I can come back, I could be a, a better family member to my my family. I could be a better friend. I could be w- w- like a better everything. So I, mm-hmm. I think people miss that. Like, and actually 
they skip the season of God trying to make them whole, I, I guess. Like, I feel like that's the season that I'm in right now where God is trying to, like, all the hurt, all the trauma, all the stuff, all the barriers and the walls you might have set up in your mind that people don't even know about, stuff in your heart that God's trying to get out. Like, he, he has to pull you away so that that stuff can, like, get, it needs to get plucked out. Like, you got to get purged out because if you just chop it, it's gonna come back. You can't just put a band-aid on a, on a wound, you know what I'm saying? So because it's gonna it's gonna always it's gonna come back. That's just like a that's a temporary thing. But he gotta go and uproot everything that we've learned the wrong way and give us a whole new way of thinking. So definitely appreciate that time to yourself. Nah, for sure. You got something to say, uh, Bryce? Yeah, dude. What's good on purpose? What's but, good? Yes, it's good. Well, yeah, my question is how can you be more self-aware with so many distractions going on in the world? Focus on yeah, go ahead. Focus on God. That's the number yeah. one answer. That's that's the number one answer. You cannot you cannot become self aware without God. That's what I believe. But I feel like the more I made God a priority, is the more He showed me myself. Because your life starts to align with what He wants. You start to desire what He desires, and you start to have an appetite for what He wants and stuff like that. So I always I always pray like God help me to have uh, the heart You want me to have. Help me to have Your heart. Help me to desire what you desire. Help me to see things how you see it. And the more I started, like, the more I started praying, God, help me to see things how you see it is the, and that's when I started seeing myself from his lens. I'm like, oh, like, okay, I need to work on this. Like, God sees me as this, but I've been living below that, if you get what I'm saying. God sees me as this in this area, but I've been living below that. And it's motivation to start working on those things. So I think that's the best answer is that the only, re the only way you can become um, uh, self-aware is through making God priority and making him your priority. Your, your priority focus that has to be your number one priority uh, of focus because God is going to do the work but you got to just you got to make you got to take that first step you got to take that first step and if you're going in it with a good heart and you're like God listen like I want to be a better person the more you grow closer to him is he's going to start doing it before you even know it and it's going to be like a, a glow it's going to be a glow on you mm -hmm. to where people going to be like well you look different bro and not in a bad way in a good way like something about you changed something about you really changed you can be like listen i've been i've been with god we've been you know what i'm saying we just been we've been kicking it and so yeah i would say focus up on god and to add on to that shout out to our our friend Chisomo. she yeah. loved the book of joshua but joshua verse um chapter 1 verse 8 says study this book of instruction continually mm -hmm. meditate on meditate on it day and night so you will be sure to obey everything written in it only then you will prosper and succeed in all you do and i also wanted to add it that Basically, like the thing with Joshua, it says our greatest asset is not our physical ability or cleverness. It is our faith in God's ability to, mm -hmm. to overcome in our behalf. And it also said that spiritual maturity is not independence from God, but response, responsive dependence on him. Yep. And I just wanted to add that, like like you said, you're not going to be able to really be self-aware if you're not, one, studying your word like mm -hmm. and building a personal relationship with God so he, that he can actually start showing you what you need to be self-aware of. Because... Before, like we said, when you have like pride and your flesh is constantly showing you the same things over and over again, you, you're, you're going to always be cloudy in the mind. You're going to always have a closed off mind. So you're not going to ever have like a, a open lid on yourself. Like you're going to always have a cap on yourself. Like how people say the sky's the limit. But in reality, you're not supposed to limit God at all. Mm. So it's like those different things, you just have the mindset of, all right, God, what, like having the self awareness to ask God, God, what do I need to work on? Like if you feel like how you just asked that question, to even ask that question is some type of self-awareness to ask that question. Yes. So it's like having the more self-awareness to be like, all right, God, I don't know why I may be doing wrong or what does that's not pleasing in your life, but what can I work on in my own personal growth uh, lane and everything to become a better me, to become a better person, to give you the glory in, in a better way, to become more valuable to my relationships, friends, and for, not, and for myself, like everything in general. So just like 
making sure that you're consulting God with all that and studying his word and building that relationship to the point where he giving you the self-awareness that you need to be able to work on things one by one. And sometimes he'll just automatically like, yo, that's what it is. Fix it one time. You you already aware of it every time now. Yeah. A lot of those that with me now, like now, as soon, as soon as it got pointed out to me, like it took, it took for God for me to sit in my room and just look at my room and be like, why is it a shirt on the floor? Like what's happening? But it took for like me to actually be like, all right, but now I don't walk in my room to start a shirt anymore. It's like, it's either going in the dirty clothes or, or it's getting hung up. But certain things are minor fix. That's facts. But it's certain seasons of your life where if you don't fix what God was trying to get you to fix on that, way, on that small stage, it's going to turn to a way worse habit. Mm-hmm. Like I said, I have commitment issues. Yeah. If, you, if, this, if that doesn't get fixed now, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? What can happen in the future if that does not get fixed, if you get what I'm saying? So on that on the surface level like you want to make sure that you're you're fixing those things because certain things will be quick where it's like gosh show you this and you're like okay like I got it I'm gonna go but other things it's it's a process you got to go through like bro like I'm grateful that mine that ain't let me quit Chick-fil-A mm-hmm. cuz a lot of people that get jobs they've been through like 10 jobs already cuz they keep quitting their jobs quit but and they quit and they quit on life and they quit on life and they quit on God yeah they quit on God they quit on life anytime they go through any little thing of bad they quit God told them no one time. They quit. But you have to look at the at the routines. When you start examining your routines, you're going to start to see. A, I, that's where I start to see myself when I start looking at my routines. Like the stuff that I would just do on the normal. Yes, bro. Like, hold on. I'm not going to lie to you. Atomic Habits has, has helped me a that's lot a with like, yeah. being aware of all that stuff. Like my, Just like my little habits mm-hmm. that I overlook. Like nobody thinks about I have to wake up and brush my teeth. You, you just don't. You, you just do you it. You don't think about it. You just do it. You just do it. So it's like. I hope. My mindset now is, all right, God, what can I do to make? Yeah, I, I hope I hope y'all taking showers and everything and washing yourselves and brushing y'all teeth. <laughs> but like now, my mindset is more so, God, what can I do to make these certain habits like second nature mm-hmm. to make my life easier and more productive in a way? Because now, like me and JP was actually talking about it. JP is someone that's in the room right now. For y'all that don't know, mm-hmm. he's one of the live audience. But we was talking about it. and We were saying how in certain days now, like we built the habit of reading our Bible so much. In certain days that I know, if I don't read my Bible in the morning. My day feel off because it's like, hold on, I'm missing something. Yeah, I didn't do something I was supposed to do. I ain't do something I that I normally do mm-hmm. on a regular basis. Like you, you know, you know. I hope y'all know. Please not be oblivious to this. You know, if you walk out of the house and ain't brush your teeth, <laughs> you know. You definitely know. You know. You smell it. You know. You bro. You know. You smell it. <laughs> you try. You try to talk towards the window. <laughs> it's like, Marlon. Marlon, right here. Yeah, bro. Like I like. <laughs> you try to look away. <laughs> <laughs> Jay Reed No but that's what I'm saying like, You do know you, But like That's stuff like You know I'm yeah. like dang I forgot to do that Or I don't, That's bad I, I really hope I'm not forgetting To do these things When I walk out yeah. But just as an example Like You know when You build up a habit Of doing something If you don't do it Like I have a habit Of always checking my pockets Before I leave the house mm-hmm. So I know for a fact If I leave myself at the house I'm checking my pocket Before I leave the neighborhood mm-hmm. Like I'm not I'm not leaving the neighborhood Before I make sure I have everything on me Yeah. But some people They don't do that they don't have that um, that habit or that self awareness to be like, hold on, do I have everything on me before they get to their destination? They go all the way, they drive all the way to Virginia Beach, forty five minutes away, get there and be like, dang, I forgot my wallet. How do you leave the house without your phone? You drove forty five minutes. People saying that you left your phone. <laughs> what? How do you get way down the street and realize you had your phone? That's, That's crazy. Crazy words, <laughs> bro. Crazy. <laughs> I think another thing, um, another reason people do not, um. They don't pursue the self awareness that God's trying to show them is because they're afraid of the work that goes into it. Yeah, because I, like I said, God has to literally renew your mind so you can transform, but He has to rewire those systems, mm-hmm. and that takes work from you. And I believe I always think about people that go to the gym 
and they expect to see 30 pounds lost the first week they went. And then they then they stop going. I don't I don't see no progress. <laughs> like it comes with consistency. So the when God shows you something, in order think about it. In order for you to make that thing a habit, you have to be consistent with it. I don't I don't remember the the certain amount of days that atomic had. Thirty days. Thirty days. You got to do something consistently for thirty days to actually make it make, a habit. To make it a habit. So actually actually sit and put that into perspective. The thing God days. is trying to show you. So I looked at uh, I looked at it this way, and I've been doing this all my life. And God's trying to tell me, no, that's not the right way. I yeah. need to redo this. That takes thirty days takes work. That's e- like that may not seem like a big number. That's a, that's a thirty huge. days is huge. A whole month to be like to stay consistent and on working on something and improving in something. So most people get scared when God shows them something because they don't want to put the work in. They're intimidated by it. They get real intimidated. And when I realized when it comes to building habits, I seen this quote. It was basically saying like. Do not, by any means, do not go two days without doing that certain habit that you're trying to work on. Mm-hmm. Prime example, you're trying to work, you're trying to go to the gym mm-hmm. for this amount of days, whatever, cons- consecutively in the week. As soon as you miss one day, you be like, cool, I missed one day. You go missing that. You better make sure you go to the gym the next time that you have the chance to go to the gym. Because if you don't, you're not going, you're not going to go back. Listen, prime example, that just happened to me. I was working out every day, locked in, waking up early, everything. Miss one day. After that, other day, alarm went off, press snooze. And this is like honestly, that's that's kind of crazy because it's the same way with reading your Bible. That's right. You miss two days, you'd be like, be no, listen, it'd be I, days I, I where I, it. I don't read my Bible the the, uh, the one day, and then it'd be like, you wake up the next morning, it's like it just happened. Yeah, but be, it's like that's bad. You don't think about it, bro. That's like, bad. When you go like a bro, the Bible app, it made, it made me mad the whole time. I'm not gonna lie to you, it made me mad. Kyle's on like a you know how like the Bible app has like mm. the streaks on that joint. I was like a two hundred day streak, something like that. Mm. Got up there, and then um we went we on we went on vacation, and you know like there t- sometimes different environments re- make you like react in a different way. Yeah. You don't do the same habits you do if you're in a different That's environment true. or anything. We go on vacation, I wake up I don't read my Bible. Boy, listen, I wake up and don't read my Bible the whole day. Yeah, go back to the junk like street gone. I be like yo, I not read my Bible the whole day. Like yeah, everything like I didn't look at the verse or nothing. I didn't even look at the I didn't even look at the app. Nothing like yeah. Anything to, con- like, to consult God, I ain't do nothing. I ain't that do nothing. That's powerful. I think it's crazy, bro. And then, and then I went on throughout the whole week. That's kind of crazy, though. If you miss it two days in a row. Bro, like, it says do not miss it two days by any means. If you have any power to do so, do not miss it by two days. Because once you miss it by two days, you have no motivation to do it no more. But the, the crazy part about it is once you miss one day, it's harder to actually. To bounce back. It takes more discipline and motivation to get back. Way the, more. The second time. Yes. I'm honestly just thinking about it on a surface level. When I don't read my Bible one day. The next day, it's like it's, like, it's a fight. It's, like, it's, it's literally a fight. It's a fight, and that's the same with every area of your life. Like, if you didn't go to the gym that one day, mm-hmm. it's gonna be hard to get up and actually say, "Yeah, I'm going to the gym today," because you didn't go yesterday, Exa- bro. Exactly. Like when I was waking up at five o'clock in the morning. I mean, that's a reason why I haven't yeah. been doing it because I need some sleep. Mm-hmm. But it's like in general, like I did it for a whole week straight and everything, and then one day I went to sleep late. Wanted to wake up at five eight o'clock in the morning. But I said, "I'm not waking up early this time." Mm-hmm. Went to sleep. Next morning, I got the sleep I needed. But I still didn't wake up at 5 o'clock in the morning. And that ruined the whole streak after that. It was like, I'm not doing it no more. Like, now I'm waking up around 6.30 yeah. again and everything. When my goal was to try to do 5 a.m. every day. You say you went to sleep late? That yeah. one night? Like, going, like you know how like, night routines can mess up your morning routine? Because you went back to the old system. There you go. <laughs> you went back to the old system. Like, there you I, go. honestly, think about there it. There you go. Honestly, think about it. Like I said, we got to rewire our brains, right? Mm-hmm. So... In order for you to actually get up at 5 a.m., you you knew mm-hmm. 
I can't do what I normally do. What I normally do is I go out and I be out. Yeah, I can't play the game or nothing. I got to go home. I can't hang out. I got to go home. Yeah. So you change that. But the moment you went back is the moment you did not get up. Exactly. It's the same cycle every time. Yeah. Until you realize and be like, all right, bet, this is what works for this situation, for this mm. system, for for this system to work and for me to be more productive and everything, I have to do it this way. But if I don't do it this way, it's not going to happen. Mm-hmm. If I don't get in my bed by 10 o'clock. Listen, I ain't getting up. If I don't tell them no to playing the game, <laughs> is that, I'm going to be, I know they, we're too competitive. So as soon as I get on the game and we lose a game or something. I'm only going to play one game. I'm not right. getting off until we win. Yeah, all right. Five games go by. Game's still on one o'clock in the morning. <laughs> Gotta be up at seven. Every bro, every time, bro. That's crazy. Every time, but that also goes with, again being self aware, like knowing yeah. how you are. Like I know I'm too competitive. I know I'm not trying to get off the game on a loss. Mm-hmm. I know I'm not finna be on the game for thirty minutes. I played for thirty minutes. We lost two games back yeah. to back. No, y'all well Play another one. We gonna keep playing till we win. <laughs> no y'all bugging. <laughs> but hey, there's a lot. There's a lot of ways to be self aware and everything, especially in public. Tell you something. Public. You know how like well is that self is that self awareness or is that more so just like not being aware of your surroundings? Does self does being aware of your surroundings add on to being self aware? Or no? I was yeah I guess yes 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 yes. Cause you know how we you know how when we was in um we was in Florida for our sister's birthday mm-hmm. and then we in Seven Eleven and it's a random dude walking up in the joint. Oh yeah, being you aware of what's mm-hmm. going on? Yeah, but everybody else added oblivious to like it's common sense. Really. Like yeah, it's like yeah. yo. Wake up. <laughs> y'all do y'all not see him like wilding out right now? Yeah. Y'all come over here. Y'all standing there in front of the dude. It's definitely yeah, some people and yeah. Come praying out. for him. <laughs> Love. Praying for him. <laughs> but do you have any tips for um Oh no, my fault. Nah, not any tips. I'm gonna let them go first real quick. Go ahead, live audience. My boy Ron. I was just about to say, uh, with these being self aware in public, it's mm. also because Marlene kind of talked about it early before we started filming. What I say? Um uh, like Knowing not to put yourself in certain situations, oh, yeah. like being aware of yourself, yeah, and also being aware of certain situations that's that you true. might be around, and not to put yourself in those situations that's, if you're weak. That's definitely that's, that's, that's a facts. big one. That's a big one that's on self awareness. Knowing one. exactly where you are, knowing your triggers. Because, bro, if you don't look at your weakness as a weakness, you gonna forever fold. <laughs> like, bro, <laughs> I know where I need to be at, and then what time I need to be there. And if I don't need to be there at that time, I don't need to be there at all. Listen, I know myself. I know me. More than being that crib. I know my triggers. <laughs> I don't need to be out hanging out, all this extra stuff. Nah, definitely. You, like, bro, you need to know your triggers, bro. Bro, what? And I know if I get home at 1, 2 o'clock in the morning, don't expect me to wake up early and edit nothing. Listen, that's a, that was a good one, Ron. That was that real was good. That was a real good Because a lot of people, they triggers, like, it can be off the environment. It can be off who you're hanging around. Like, mm-hmm. you know you start acting a certain way when you hang around this person. You know you start acting this way when you go to this environment. You know you're going to start acting this way if you're playing this type of game with this person, so on and so forth, or having this type of conversation. Like, say if you're a person that's trying not to gossip, but then you hang around a person that gossips, and you consistently put yourself around that person. You're not going to ever grow. You're not going to ever grow. You're not going to ever stop it, because yeah. you're going to always be around that constant reassurance of, And that's the opposite hey, of what you're trying to, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. What you're trying to accomplish. It's like a magnet that, it's don't, not, that don't yeah, go together. It's not going to go. It ain't working. It ain't working. It's negative and positive. Yeah. But what I was going to say was, what's a tip that you have for people to be more self-aware, if you haven't said it already from like when you talked to Bryce? Um, what other tip? I can think of a more practical one. Could've, could've okay. One is the Aside from, yeah, I said God. God is the number one one. But number one one. That's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> the number two, Jank, I would say would be, to me, reading more books. And I'm not even just talking about the Bible. I'm talking about outside the Bible. Reading books and watching podcasts. I think those, mm-hmm. like, people overlook the amount of growth that you have. Like, I stopped 
I barely listen to music in the car by myself. I find a good, I look on yeah, YouTube, I find a good like podcast every time, and I put it on because like hearing, especially professionals and and grown men who are in the area where I'm not at, hearing them talk about life and the things that they, the mistakes they've made and stuff like that, it helps me to see myself and where I'm at right now and be like, oh dang, like mm-hmm. I need to work on that. He fixed yeah. that. I need to work on that. I don't want to make that same mistake. So reading more books, self help books, and all of those different things. Uh, uh, the male, the male books, you know, they got female books and stuff like yeah. that. They got all those different type of books. But then watching podcasts also, it's some great people out there that you can that you can learn from. Like I like watching Darius Daniels, like is rewiring my brain. It's like yeah, changing he, the way I think. I like, swear, all these different people that you can find to watch. But definitely, Atomic Habits is a, a good book. That's mm-hmm. James Clear. That's a good book. Great book. Yeah, great book. And it's it's many other great books out there to help mm-hmm. you know yourself and show you the things that you need to work on though. So reading and podcasts for me. And my one tip that would be like on a practical level will be taking a self-assessment. So like writing out all your habits throughout the day, like spend a day, like just actually like tallying what you do on a day-to-day basis, Mm -hmm. like unknowingly, like you'll be like, all right, bet I, whatever it is, Mm -hmm. I'm not even giving an example, (laughs) whatever it is, write it down and write down all your good habits and write write down all your bad habits and then go to your bad habits and be like, all right, bet which one do I want to work work on first? Like if I curse too much, all right, I need to start, stop cursing. Mm -hmm. If I spend too much money on food, all right, bet we need to lay off on how, how much times we're going out to get food. If I go to sleep too late, all right, bet what am I doing in my night routine Mm -hmm. that's causing me to go to sleep so late? Do I leave my TV on? Is too much blue light coming to my, uh, to my eyes and everything? Mm -hmm. So on and so forth. So like just name all those different things and actually going through it and be like, all right, bet I need to work on all this. And let's see how long it takes for me to actually build better habits. Yeah, that's a good one. But yeah, that's all I got for y'all. Live audience, y'all got any things y'all want to give to the uh, to the virtual audience? <laughs> we all good. Any tips y'all got for them? Y'all good? They said they good, y'all. My stomach hurt. Y'all better be good. Hey, love. love. <laughs> well, I appreciate all y'all for um, watching this episode. Make sure y'all like, comment, subscribe on YouTube. Make sure y'all leave a review on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. And leave a comment on our Instagram if you want to debate yes, about something, you know what I'm saying? Leave, leave a little question down there, a little topic, whatever it is. And then if you have a topic that you want us to talk about, let us know in the comments as well. And we will t- uh, chop it up on it. So without further ado, that's love. More purpose. We out. <laughs>